Hi, everyone. My name is Kennedy Tippins. Welcome back to my podcast, Rooted. I am yet again so excited to have y'all here with me. I have kind of just a shorter little episode today, hoping to give y'all some encouragement, hoping that y'all really took last week's episode and ran with it and really applied kind of what that episode was about and prayer to your life and your everyday life, whether you already are an avid prayer or whether you were just picking it up or whether you're diving deeper in that whatever, I hope that it, um, it has become a part of your everyday life and that you're reaping the benefits of that and are seeing a change in an outcome. This week, I'm super excited to, uh, to, yeah, to kind of dive right into this. I had, um, a few situations in my life, uh, recently that, I was really anxious about and still would be lying if I told you that I wasn't anxious about them. And I have a little more peace because I came home one night and I was just anxious. Like there was just, and I'm not an anxious person. I've done the public speaking. I've like, I've done a lot of things that people would normally be really anxious about. I don't really get anxious and I don't get embarrassed often. Um, It takes like there's a few things that'll get me embarrassed, but it takes a lot. Um, I've been someone that kind of owns up to most things in my life. And so uh, it takes a lot anyways to get me anxious and to get me kind of insecure in certain subjects. And so I came home and I opened my Bible and for some reason, I just felt like I needed to read James. And when I went and flipped to James, my Bible told me that I had already read James before because there was stuff highlighted and stuff. I had no recollection of James uh, at all, which happens more than I would like to admit. Um, I will be like, yeah, I've never read that book in the Bible. And then I'll flip there and I'll see that I'll have like stuff underlined. And, and I'm like, oh, looks like I looks like I did. It looks like I have read this. Anyways, I'm going to read y'all a passage um, from James that I thought was really encouraging. And uh, y'all know that pretty much whatever I'm going through in the moment is what we're going to talk about on here. So here we are yet again. If you are an anxious person or you do a lot of worrying and you really struggle with that, I really hope that this is encouraging to you. We're going to start off in James 1, starting in verse 2. It says, It says, Dear brother and sisters, when troubles come of any kind towards your way, consider an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be perfect and completed, needing nothing more. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty. It is unsettling and a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they're unstable in everything they do. 
And then if you skip a little bit down to verse nine, it says, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to love them. Afterwards, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempting you to do wrong. He never tempts anything or anyone. Temptation comes from our own desires. So, there's a few things that I want to unpack in those verses. First of all, they're very powerful verses. Um, They are just through and through pretty straightforward. Sometimes in the Bible, it's really hard to understand things when there are big words being used and you don't have context and you don't have the um, the overview of the, the laws of the time and just the culture of who is being talked to in the moment. And like, it's very, not rare, but it's very... Um, Well, you can say rare. It's very rare that there are just straight out says what it means, like very straightforward, if that makes sense. Uh, It is really easy for me to understand because you have books in the Bible, like in the beginning, that are really hard to understand. And even while Jesus was here, like while his sermons were made to be easy to understand, they were still stories. Like he wasn't just coming right out and saying what he meant. There were parable par- parables. There were parables and stuff like that that made things easy to understand, but in this it straight up says the Lord will bless those who have faith and endure. And I did an episode on faith that was one of my most popular episodes talking about statement faith, agreement faith and action faith and breaking those down and it talks about how the faith of a mustard seed can move mountains and even just like the littlest bit of uh, faith in the Lord and in the Lord alone can work wonders. And so when I'm anxious about something, I have faith in the Lord. Now, here's the thing. This is the hard part about the situation is that A, you have to have faith in the Lord alone. And B, I'm not having faith that the Lord is going to make it be okay in the forms of doing what I want. Here's an example. Let's say that I have a friendship that's strained and I pray for this friendship. I say, Lord, I have faith that you will make everything okay. Now, you might be assuming that everything being okay means you're going to be back to friends again. But what if the Lord says, yeah, you might be okay if you guys are back to friends, but you will be better if maybe that friendship wasn't in your life. And maybe you'll actually not maybe you will be okay without that because the Lord is answering your prayer, but you need to have faith that you're going to be okay no matter what his solution to your prayer is. That's why I talked about having specific prayers last week. Have specific prayers. Pray for the little tiny details. 
because if you just have a broad prayer, Lord, I have faith that I will be okay. Maybe that means that there's going to be some trials that come up and then you start to get disappointed because you assumed that you being okay meant you get your way. And getting your way and being okay are not the same thing. You're going to be okay even if you don't get your way. Does that make sense? I hope y'all are tracking with me here because I've started shifting my prayers in the form of when I pray specific prayers, I pray that this friendship gets blessed. It gets brought back together in Jesus' name. I pray that it is pleasing to you, but if it is not pleasing to you and it is not your will, Pray for I pray for my heart in that. And I pray for my emotions and my sadness. And I pray for my self-control to let that friendship go. That is faith. Faith that the Lord has it under control. And sometimes I think that we get so selfish when it comes to, if it's not like this, I'm not going to be okay. And I know that I touched a little bit about disappointment, but... We get so disappointed in God when he doesn't meet our own expectations for our life. What? Like, I think that's crazy. We sit here and we're like, well, this didn't go our way. And so it went poorly. Lord, how could you put me in this situation? How could you, how could you do X, Y, and Z? How could you not do X, Y, and Z? But, you know, the Lord isn't, on like our schedule. He's not, he doesn't, he's not on our agenda for our lives. So having faith isn't an agenda. Actually, it's quite literally the opposite. Having faith is taking a step back and letting the Lord have a handle on your agenda. That's having faith. And you start with the faith the size of a mustard seed. You give the Lord maybe just a section of your life, like new believers, you give them just a section of your life. And you watch how he turns that and he turns it into something so beautiful. So then you have a little bit more faith and then you have a little bit more faith and you start giving him more and more of your life. Because I know that we say, oh, we give our entire lives to Jesus. That is not true. Like it might be true for some people, but what would be the point of Jesus dying on the cross if we could just decide, oh, my entire life is perfect. I gave it all to Jesus. Like, it is not in our DNA to be perfect. And so therefore, there will always be a need for Jesus, which is where we understand that we are sinners and that we mess up. And while I can belong to Jesus, that doesn't mean that I am Jesus. That doesn't mean that I'm perfect in every way, shape, and form. So that faith, while you can sit here and say, I gave my life to Jesus and I just want him to have everything. Faith starts really small. And for some people, it might start really large. You might give a giant chunk of your life, but there's little things that require endurance. So it might be really good. You might be giving out faith in little pieces of your life. And then you give out a little bit of faith with the expectation that it's going to go your way. And then it doesn't. And you're left with disappointment. Now, faith is following through with the disappointment. 
So you're allowed to be disappointed. The Lord's not afraid of your disappointment, but disappointment is going to try, the enemy's going to try to use that to shift your focus so that you're not disappointed in the situation anymore. You're disappointed in God. That is where the enemy starts working is when you start to ask those questions, God, how could you not give me this? How could you not? That is what becomes dangerous. And I want to just talk about following through. Faith is following through. Faith is, you know what, Lord, I might be disappointed, but I believe that like you have something better in store for me. You have something better in store for my life. So therefore I have faith that I will be okay because I know that you are king. You know what's best. And I'm sure that just because this door is closed, that means that it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't good for me. It's not going to put me in a position of pleasing you or whatever. Or maybe it could be like, I'll give an example. Let's say that I am, I have two options to go on a mission trip. I really want to go to Mexico, but Africa also would be a great opportunity. And let's say that I'm really feeling more towards Mexico and then doors close for Mexico. Now, that is not the Lord telling me that I can't be useful in Mexico because I'm sure that I could be useful in Mexico. And I'm sure that I like the same God that's in Africa is also in Mexico. And he's also in America. He's also, it's the same God everywhere we go. I'm not saying that I can't be pleasing to the Lord anywhere that I go, but the Lord has a greater purpose for me in Africa and greater things that he has planned. And so maybe he was redirecting not shutting down, if that makes sense. So you people that struggle with anxiety that are listening to this right now, have faith and endure. I know that that might be a little harsh. Like, I'm not telling you to suck it up. I'm not telling you to just don't be anxious. That is like one of my ongoing jokes, I think, is... um. One time my friend, this was younger Kennedy who didn't think that anxiety was like a real thing. My friend was like, I'm just like really scared and like anxious. And I I literally looked at her with, I was being so serious too, which is why this is so funny. And she still talks to me about it to this day. I looked at her and I was like, just don't be. Because that was how my brain worked. Like having a bad thought, just don't. And that's because I'm like, really good at compartmentalizing and um I just have ADHD and so it's I'm really good at just being like well sucks like just move on to the next one and I just like don't think about it anymore so I'm not telling you like you're anxious just don't be I'm saying to endure it give it to God whether you are able to just pass it along or if it's just little by little like you know what Lord this specific situation I'm really anxious in. And instead of praying, I mean, you can pray for for the situation and for it to go how you want, like pray those specific prayers, but also maybe be like, but if that's not your will, you know, help me be okay. 
Help me be okay with whatever answer you give me. Whatever you think is going to be best for me, help me be okay and come to terms with that. That's what I have for y'all. Um, I really do encourage, if y'all have not listened to the um, Statement Faith, Action Faith, and Agreement Faith episode, I would go back. It was in season one. It's probably my favorite episode. And just to give y'all like a little preview, if you've already listened to it, then you can just skip now that this episode is over. But um, it talks about how some people have agreement faith. We're like, we could be in a conversation and I could say something really controversial to the world today and be like, you know what? From a biblical standpoint of view, abortion is wrong. And you could say, yeah, I agree with that because I'm a Christian and I understand and I agree with everything that you say, but you're not going to be willing to just like say that out loud. Like even if it's with another Christian, whether it's with a stranger, you have a faith where you can agree with things that other people say, but you're not willing to kind of test the waters and maybe you don't know enough about the subject where like if someone were to push back on you with that you don't have like the firm foundation you don't think you have a firm foundation to like stand on in that just knowledge wise and I guess uh biblically like based like you couldn't you don't have the info to stand on it that's agreement faith statement faith would be the person on the other end of that that's like I think abortion is wrong. I think that astrology is of the devil. I think that this, that is statement faith where I'm willing to state these things. Now, with statement faith, a lot of times we forget about the most important one, which is action faith. So yeah, you may say you believe these things and you may say all these things are wrong, but are you acting out your faith? Are you acting out your love for the Lord? Are you I know you say that you know what the Bible believes or not believes. You know what the Bible says and you know what you're supposed to be doing as a Christian. But are you doing them? Are you implicating that in your everyday life? And so I really just try to break down those three things because I really do think that if you can pinpoint which one of those things you are, you're able to progress to the next one. And if you're at the action faith one, the statement and the action action faith one, which I think all Christians should be working towards, then you start to see major, major life, um, not skills, almost life skills, life uh, changes, I guess. You start to see, um, you start to see things unfold and you start to live a more godly life and more, um, yeah, a life that's just much more pleasing to the Lord. And you're able to handle situations with more grace. And um, so, yeah, I really encourage y'all to go back and take a look at it and read through James this week. Read through James and First Peter. And um, Psalms talks a lot about like feeling your feelings out with God as well. Uh, but it's a little more big, a little more scary. James is like five chapters and it's so easy to get through. I highly encourage it. I will see you guys here next week. At some point, 
Um, we are going to be talking about spiritual giftings. I'm not quite sure when I'm going to drop those episodes yet. I'm still working on them. It's a really big subject and I, I want to get it right. And I want to have some valuable stuff for y'all to take, uh, back with you, but I'm not quite sure which episode is going to be out next week, but just get excited because, you know, the future of Rooted is going to be really amazing and I'm really excited about it. And I don't know if I told y'all this, but I hit 10,000 streams uh, last month and I'm so excited. Actually, that reminds me, I need to get a cake today. I'm going to go do this. I, I'm, that's what I'm going to go do after this, actually, um, is I'm about to go to Publix. So everyone get ready for the Instagram pictures, I guess. Um, yeah, that's what's happening. Okay. Uh, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you guys back here next Wednesday.